Welcome to the Dag Heward Mills podcast. Dag Heward Mills is a healing evangelist, a best-selling author, and a mega church pastor. He's the founder of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches, overseeing over 3,000 churches across every continent of the world. He pastors the First Love Church, a vibrant church in the city of Accra, transforming the lives of thousands of young people for the Lord. Now listen to Dag Heward Mills. And I want you to listen carefully. There are some people, when they come to the house of the Lord, they feel they are talking to someone else. Oh, he's talking to unbelievers. No, I'm talking to everybody tonight. There are some people, when they are preached to, they think that somebody else is being ministered to. There was one young man in the church. This was his attitude. His mind was that, look, the pastor is always talking to someone else. So every day after seven, he was this the type of you know who would come to the pastor and he would say pastor thank you for your message you really gave it to them today you know and this guy had a whole lot of problems and the pastor would minister and at, at times he would you know at times he would preach in this direction even be pointing his hand there after the service this young man would come and say pastor this was a very 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 anointed message i believe they were really affected by this message and their lives will never be the same again he kept doing this every time pastor today it was their time you gave it to them and they could not escape one day there was a strong rain you know in accra when it rains people don't go out in kumasi you are used to rain but one day it rained and this time nobody came to church except that brother and then the pastor so the pastor looked and said today is my day <laughs> he pretended as though he hadn't seen that there was only one person in the room he preached with all his might. Said, you are here <laughs> and you know you are the oh he preached with all his might. And the brother was just sitting there when he was amen 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 afterwards the pastor said hallelujah shall we pray then he prayed he took an offering made an announcement said next week tuesday we are going to have service everything as if the normal as if there were people there only one person afterwards the brother just came up and said pastor you did very well if only they had been here tonight <laughs> <laughs> if only they had come tonight tonight is your night i said tonight is your night hallelujah the title of my message today is who is on the lord's side who is on the Lord's side? On the first day, I preached a message entitled, The Dead Dog. And the second day, I preached a message entitled, The Wind and the Whirlwind. And today, my message, though very brief, but important and powerful, is entitled, Who is on the Lord's side? 
in exodus chapter 32 we must read the bible and when the people saw that moses delayed to come down out of the mount the people gathered themselves together unto aaron and said unto him up make us gods which shall go before us for as for this moses the man that brought us up out of the land of egypt we wot not what is become of him and aaron said unto them break off the golden earrings which are in the ears of your wives and of your sons and of your daughters and bring them unto me and the people broke off the earrings which were in their ears and brought them and he received them and fashioned it with a graving tool and he made a molten calf and they said these be thy gods o israel which brought thee up out of the land of egypt and when aaron saw it he built an altar before it and aaron made proclamation and said tomorrow is a feast to the lord and they rose up early on the morrow and offered burnt offerings and brought peace offerings and the people sat down to eat and to drink and rose up to play and the lord said unto moses go get thee down for thy people which thou broughtest out of the land of egypt have corrupted themselves they have turned aside quickly out of the way which i commanded hallelujah and they have made them a molten calf and have worshipped it and sacrificed thereunto and said these be thy gods o israel and it came to pass in verse 19 as soon as he came nigh to the camp that he saw the calf for himself moses was told by god in the mountain and when he came he saw the calf for himself and the dancing and moses anger waxed hot and he cast the tables out of his hands and break them beneath the mount and he took the calf which they had made and bent it in the fire and ground it to powder and strewed it upon the water and made the children of israel drink of it and moses said unto aaron what did these people unto thee that thou hast brought so great a sin upon them and aaron said let not the anger of the lord wax hot thou knowest thy people that they are set on mischief and this for they said unto me make us gods which shall go before us as for this moses the man that brought us up out of the land of egypt we wot not what is become of him and i said unto them whosoever has any gold let them break it off and they gave it to me then i cast it into the fire and there came out this calf and when moses saw that the people were naked for aaron had made them naked unto their shame among their enemies verse 26 then moses stood in the gates of the camp and said who is on the lord's side let him come unto me and all the sons of levi gathered themselves together unto him amen here ended the reading may the lord add his blessing unto the reading of his holy word <laughs> listen to me tonight God is asking tonight who is on the Lord's side which side are you on whom do you belong to Moses led the people of Israel out of Egypt and brought them far to God's promised land and on the way he went for a retreat 
and he stayed a bit long longer than probably he thought he would for 40 days he was there that is about six weeks 42 days is six weeks so 40 days is virtually six weeks one and a half months he was away on the fasting and prayer retreat waiting on the lord after six weeks the people said look we cannot wait any longer and they organized their golden earrings which they had borrowed from the egyptians and put those golden earrings in the charge of aaron and aaron melted them together and sculptured out a beautiful calf a little cow and then he put up the cow and said this cow is what brought you out of the land of Egypt and the people began to rise up to sing to dance to eat to drink and to play the buffoonery ladies and gentlemen God sees everything that human beings do not see when this happened and I want you to listen very carefully because I'm going to preach for a very short while when this thing happened God saw it but Moses didn't see it because Moses was fasting and praying tonight the Bible says the one with whom we have to deal with is almighty God and not a man you are not dealing with your pastor your elder your deacon your bishop you are dealing with almighty God it is God who has the ability to lift you up to bless you and to promote you Moses did not know the extent of the tomfoolery that was going on in the church and so when he came back and he saw the people playing before a golden calf he came with tables of stone on which upon which God had written his commandments himself nobody wrote on those stones they were written on by God himself there were tables of stone which were written upon by almighty God Jehovah himself when he saw what was going on Moses was so disturbed he threw down those stones and broke them and he saw everything that was going on in the calf and he called his leader leaders remember you will have a greater judgment he didn't call anybody else he called Aaron in whose charge he had left the people and he said what is this nonsense and Aaron said you know the people you know how they are and how they behave how hard and stiff-necked they are because of their difficult behavior I decided to make a golden calf because there were calves they were worshiping cows they were worshiping in Egypt the Egyptians were worshiping cows so it was natural for them to just rise up and make a similar type of cow ladies and gentlemen when Moses got to the gate of the camp can the children please be taken out so they don't disturb please when Moses got to the gate of the camp the Bible says he stood there and he asked an important question and he said because you see the way things were there was a golden calf there and he had brought the people out of Egypt 
and everything looked as if it was changing so he stood there and it was a critical moment and he asked a question he said who is on the Lord's side today stand up and be counted move this way and let's see those who are for the Lord and those who are for the calf today God is sending the same message to UST campus he's standing at the gate of this university and he's asking there is the calf of education of riches the idol of hard work the idol of witchcraft and juju and there are people who have gone to get all sorts of charms to help them to pass exams there are people who have gone for all sorts of powers and he's asking a question because the golden calf is in the view of everyone and he's asking a simple question who is on the Lord's side identify yourself now stand up and be counted now either you are here or you are there one of the things we love as human beings is to believe that there is always a gray area in between black and white but when you look you will realize that many things that God creates there is no middle you are either here or there like male or female you are either a male or a female there are there is no grade of male females or female males you are either a male or a female we always like to think that there is a middle which if i don't fit in this side i can go on to the other side but god is telling us today that he expects you to rise up now and identify yourself because it's very important are you for the lord or are you not for the lord are you for heaven or hell a church came up with a theory of purgatory that when you die if you were not a good person or you didn't do certain things right you could go to purgatory for a while and then your relatives who are back home will be praying for you as they pray for you it pushes you gradually out of purgatory towards heaven in fact i want to say that it's a very nice sounding idea i even wish it was true so that at least we can do whatever we want to do and then at a point even if we don't make it at least we can make a contract with all our relatives and neighbors Charlie, if i go before you don't forget to be praying for me so that i will move out of purgatory and get into heaven one day ladies and gentlemen today god is saying that it is important for you to take a decision as to which side of the fence you belong to in ghana there are very few things and contracts these days you can have if you did not identify yourself with a particular political party before they came into power that is one of the cases of party politics and that is why before the elections many people assess the thing and look at the thing i said charlie 
at the end of the day i want to eat and to drink and to sleep if i have to wear 31st december t-shirt one lady she told me me i have 31st t-shirt i have 31st id card if they have id card they have nbc card everything but i don't belong to them for survivor because at this point there is a system of politics which is going on and it's like if you don't belong and you have not identified yourself clearly Charlie you'll be a contractor but you won't get contracts you'll do BT but you'll never build any house you'll do Akito but you'll never design and people have and it's not only these people who will do that but any other group which is there will behave like that if you are honest with yourself I am just telling you the reality that in this life many people have realized the importance of standing up to decide where you belong and what you want to do there is no place for in between anymore the Bible says in Amos chapter 4 verse 12 it says thus will I do unto you and because I will do this unto you prepare to meet your God the day of accountability unlike elections unlike examinations is a day that nobody knows you can prepare for exams which are coming in the next few weeks and we all know that we cannot wake up on this campus and say that exams are coming on tomorrow morning what do you mean what do you mean how do you just get up and say exams are coming on tomorrow we will not write there there will be an aluta immediately how many will agree there will be a aluta if you go and say tomorrow there are exams if you fail you are being sacked from the university everybody here will rise up including all the uh, pastors and shepherds and every kind of spiritual person will go on a looter what do you mean you cannot suddenly impose upon us the judgment day without notice but i want to announce to you today ladies and gentlemen that there is an examination and an appointment that you don't have a choice in it it's not for you to determine and the exam date for you and for me is different although people move in a crowd your day of assessment is always different you may have a group of friends and you alone may be selected for judgment day this year it is one of the realities of this life that your judgment day is not something you can predict that's why i said that's what i do unto you and because i will do this unto you prepare prepare every young man who is listening to me right now prepare 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 
when the man said who is on the lord's side immediately after that the bible says the levites they all came to the gate and said we are with you the rest of the people stayed in the country we are not with you after the decision was taken as to who belonged here and who belonged there the bible said moses said enter the camp with a sword three thousand people died that day because of the wrong decision that they took today i am telling you many years ago i took a decision to be a born again christian it is not something that you just it just it doesn't it doesn't just happen to you i was born into a so-called christian a christian family in quotes but i was not a born again christian i read my i didn't read my bible i went to church every sunday i wore my best sports i went to meet my friends and to be frank with you church was one of the most boring experiences when the pastor was preaching god moves in a mysterious way his wonders to perform here take courage to move to touch to help oh god his help today amen amen I look at the man I said this thing is too boring my favorite priest in the church was the priest who anytime they were singing a hymn he would say we shall sing the first and the last stanzas <laughs> that was my favorite priest and the ones I didn't like are those who made us sing all the and there are some priests who when the hymn gets to the end they will repeat some part of the hymn ah! I don't like them at all But one day, I said one day, I didn't know God. I never knew God. I was just there. I didn't have any bad intention or whatever. But truly, I was not a born again Christian. And Jesus said, except a man is born again. Except a man is born again. Except a man is born again. He shall never, 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 never see the kingdom of heaven. If you are not born again, he didn't say if you are not a member of UST. He didn't say if you are not baptized. He didn't say if you are not confirmed. He didn't say if you are not a good person. He didn't say if you are whether you are SR in the SRC or not. He didn't say whether you've chopped money or you didn't chop money. He said, he said, except only one thing. I said only one thing. He said, except a man is born again. He cannot, I say he cannot, enter the kingdom of heaven. Tonight, God is saying, who is on the Lord's side? There are people here, you gave your life to Christ. People don't know you as a Christian. Today they see you smoking. Tomorrow they see you sleeping around. 
they see you playing the buffoonery. You are Crifé some way be. Those who are Crifé know you as Crifé. And those who are unbelievers see you as an unbeliever. You are a chameleon. When you are amongst the green, you become green. When you move to the brown leaves, you become brown. Today God is saying, I am the one who knows which side you are on. It's better you identify yourself now. Otherwise, what will happen is one day the trumpet will sound. You would think some people are doing rehearsal, but it's not rehearsal. The Bible says two shall be walking in the working in the field. One will be taken. The other one will be left behind. What does it mean? It means two people will be drawing Akito students. They will be drawing them and they have got their rulers and everything. They are all there. They are drawing. Two Akito students will be drawing. Then suddenly Papa! Papa! Na papa! Then this one said, hey! Then when he looked, this guy is gone. He looked behind. There were seven of us. Three have gone, four remain. Hey, Charlie, where is the guy? They're gone. Two roommates will be, eight, now you are eight. Eight roommates will be in the room. <laughs> four will go, and you'll be four behind, left behind. Seventeen people will be batting in the showers. Some will go and leave their soap. And when they go, you can take their soap. <laughs> everything is for you now. I said, everything is for you now. Because you see, God is not a fool. God is not mocked. The Bible says, if you are ashamed of me and of my word in this wicked and still, you are afraid of, you are ashamed of me in tech. You are ashamed of me in UST. You are afraid and ashamed to stand up and be counted and declare I am on the Lord's side. They are not worthy. God will remember when you stand up and you say, I am for the Lord. Even President Rollins remembers those who defended him in May, whatever, 19. 79 when he came to do a quest, the ranks have taken over the country and they overthrew him and they caught him back Chachutikata and others went to defend him in the face of the opposition and the uh, Champong and all those powers were there one or two lawyers stood up and said we will defend this young man you should have seen his picture lean flight lieutenant with a lot of zeal and then somebody takes himself to go and stand there and say I support this guy that's why certain people cannot be moved from the government even if they are doing <laughs> I said God will remember you on that day I said God will remember you on that day stand up and be counted right now Stand up and be counted for Christ right now. You're playing around. You will find out that God is not a fool. If you stand up and you decide which side you belong to, God will bless you. Everything there are two. One goes like this, one goes the other way. 
two boys in the house two boys one older one younger and the devil said come come out of the house come out of the house and I will show you enjoyment come on come people here nobody here was destined to go to hell if you go to hell let me tell you something if you are sitting here and you hear me speaking tonight and one day you find yourself trembling at the gate of hell and demons hold your hand to pull you into those huge gates and push you into the lake that spreads further than any sea with waves going up and down and the sound of screams and tormented human beings all over shouting rising up ah, ah, ah. if one day you find yourself at those gates tonight don't blame anybody because tonight just as Moses stood at the gate and said stand up whose side are you on if you're on the Lord's side identify yourself right now and you save yourself but if you do not identify yourself you cannot blame anybody there are people who think you can get away you cannot get away many years ago I learned you there's no shortcut in life I learned it and I've learned that in the ministry there's no shortcut in school there's no shortcut don't steal don't cheat there's no shortcut it will by all means catch up with you I, I, I never cheated when I was in school when I was even in medical school I saw people were cheating I said what? medical student there's no shortcut in life I remember many years ago I was in Achimota school and um, I was not even a, I was not a, a Christian and then I went to get an excuse duty so that I would not have to do some of the scrubbing and things because I was told that I, I, if I do certain maneuvers I can escape I got my excuse duty when I went the doctor disappointed me and just gave me four days I said this doctor you don't have foresight don't have vision don't have understanding you have given me four days as somebody said to me showed me said you know what you see this four if you write one behind the four it will become 14. i'd never thought about it there's always somebody who brings bad ideas to you and i said let me write this one behind so i wrote one behind and it became 14. when it was time we went to the common room i brought my chair said excuse me I'm suffering from a, a allergic and I cannot do the work. So they look at it. Lo and behold, Judas Iscariot went to tell the leaders and told them that look at that cheat very carefully. You see that the one is different from the four. <laughs> Tonight is your night to stand up and be counted. All pseudo-Christians. Tonight is your night where you have to put away those, those hypocritical behaviors. Stand up and let us know whether you are a believer or not. Lay aside your sin. Lay aside your wicked ways. Lay aside everything that is not straight about you. 
stand up and decide whose side are you on are you on the lost side take a decision take the right decision the decision that you take will affect you for the rest of your life decide now and be wise as you decide don't make foolish decisions it's not only just important when i was in from five i took a decision to do science i mean i took a decision to do biology i had a reason for that i wanted to do well in school although i was i preferred maths i realized that those who did maths were getting e or f or sub so i said let me do biology and when i did it i took that decision it has put me on a certain course and today i'm a medical doctor mbch 1989 10th march 4 p.m Amen. <laughs> I took a decision, and that decision, if you take a foolish decision, it will affect you for the rest of your days. Young men, they are going to marry. Instead of looking at the proper thing, they will be looking at hips. <laughs> hips and thighs. Marriage is not by thighs and hips. I said, marriage is not by thighs and hips. Some husbands cannot go to their house in the evening because fire is waiting for them. The ties that they were looking for have become fufu sticks to knock them. You are looking at ties, ties before you marry. If you look at the wrong things before you take a decision, it will affect you for the rest of your life. There are people now who are married, they don't know where to turn. When they look at their wife, the wife says, mm. <laughs> they are afraid. You see them outside, very gentle. <laughs> when you ask them sometimes, when they go to the house, they say, <laughs> take a decision tonight and say I am for the Lord that decision will keep you for the rest of your days into eternity look at the right things if you want to decide because what you are deciding you are deciding between two heavenly fathers either God as your father or a golden calf a useless thing demons to rule you Listen to me, if you are not born again, your father is the devil. How did he say? The Bible said, John 8, you are your father the devil. When you are, when, today when I'm saying, decide for yourself, you are not just deciding, you are deciding between either God as your father, or you are deciding between the devil and witchcraft as your father. Tonight, I cannot see how you look at a golden calf. And when they ask you who is on the lost side, only a section of the people will come and another section will remain behind and say, we are on the, on the side of the calf. What? But it happens. People are deciding, when you come to God, you are deciding between money and God. And look at that professor we had here. Professor, doctor, doctor. Professor. He has gone to school, D, diploma in this. MBCHP, MD, DDT, PLC, every kind of degree he has one. But when death comes to his door, no matter who you are, the Bible says, Who is it that has the power to retain his spirit? 
in the day of death. When you decide, you are deciding between God, Jehovah El Shaddai, and between something useless. One time my brother-in-law went to Makesim and uh, he was just walking around and uh, there was no toilet in the area so he felt his bladder was full and then um, he wanted to urinate so or pass urine or whatever term you use here so he went to some corner and then he began to <laughs> as he started and as the urine was just coming people began to shout hey, hey, oh, oh, stop He was urinating on their God. <laughs> the stone that he was urinating upon was the God. If you are a God, at least open your mouth and complain. <laughs> Lift up your hand and shout Jehovah. We serve a living God. We are not serving a stone which can be urinated upon. We are not serving idols. We are serving El Shaddai. We are serving Jehovah Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. When you decide tonight and you say, Lord, whether you are Christian or not a Christian, and you say, I will stand up and declare my stand openly. People are not ashamed of anything. Tonight is your night to stand up. When you decide, you are deciding between two different gates, a narrow gate and a broad gate. The narrow gate and the broad gate. And you are deciding between two ways of life, a narrow way and a broad way. Although there are many people here, there are many more people who are not here. Many more people are not here than those who are here. This hall may be full downstairs and upstairs, but there are many more people who are not here than those who are here. Because no matter what you do, God has declared and made it clear that the Christian way is the narrow way and there will always be fewer people on that way than those that are outside. Whether you like it or not. Tonight, as you decide, and you say, and you, when they ask you who is on the Lord's side, you are deciding between a, norm, a way of life on which you will not find so many people. Tonight, as you decide, as you decide to stand up and let everybody on this campus know where you belong. You are deciding between two destinations. I said two destinations. Heaven or hell. When the train stops, which station will your station be? Will your station be heaven? Or will your station be hell? Because you are on a train right now. It's going to stop at two places. One place, you will be asked to get down. Where will you be asked to get down? Will you be asked to get down in heaven? Or will you be asked to get down at the gates of hell? One man of God called Kenneth Hagin, he died. And I've seen it. I have one church member of mine. She told me it happened to her. She said she was in her body and she died. I mean, she virtually died. And she saw her spirit coming out of her body. 
and she came out of her body and she was in her room and she saw her body on the bed and then she said she came back i mean this is my own daughter in the lord she said she came back into as she was outside she saw her body lying on the bed and then she came back into her body through her mouth ladies and gentlemen you see you are more than just a piece of meat Kenneth Hagin was describing when he died he said when he died his spirit came out of his body the same thing this is my little daughter in the Lord not even a little daughter she's also been to university level-headed person not I mean an emotional uh, what do you call it she said she told me this thing happened to her in her house in her room she came to me and said Bishop what something has happened and Kenneth Hagin described how he came out of, when his heart stopped he came out at that time he was not born again when he came out he saw his body lying there and then suddenly he began to descend and he went down and as he was going down to hell he said he began to get hotter and hotter and hotter and as he got very deep see the bible says that hell from beneath is moved to meet thee when you die and you are going to hell there will be a reception the bible says hell from beneath is moved to meet thee at thy coming how are the mighty fallen the day will definitely come when you will come out of this body. I saw it when I went to medical school. I saw that man was nothing. When I saw dead bodies lying there, and I saw us dissecting them, when I did post-mortems, when I saw human beings which have become like meat, when I went into that mortuary and I said, give me a heart, give me a liver, and they would take somebody's heart, they said, do you like this one? I said, no, I want this one. They said, give me a, give me a liver, give me a spleen, and they will give me a heart, and they'll give me a spleen, and I will choose between these three spleens, and I will go and tell my friends, I've got a good spleen, I've got a good liver, let's go and get that liver, it will help us. I saw that man was nothing. And Kenatege says how he went down. Listen carefully to what I'm saying. You may not hear it again. There are some people here. This is your final call. You will, you will find out that this man went down. When he got down, there was a huge tall being that stretched out the hand to meet him. And to take hold of him. And pull him through those gates. And he could hear the screams of people. And he said the heat. Ladies and gentlemen, that exam, you can never do it as a referred. It will never, it's not a trailer. You can never come back and do it. It's only once. Don't play with your salvation. There are too many Christians on this campus who are like this and like this. You are wondering, should I go with the calf or should I go with the Lord? His mother was praying for him. So suddenly, the demon or whatever that thing was left his hand. And then he came back and he rose back and came and he, when he got into the room, just as this one of my church members was telling me, he came into his room and he saw his body lying there and he came and went through the mouth and entered back into the body and his heart started beating again. Some years later he was born again but he still had that sickness and he died again. This time he went up and was going up to heaven because this time he had been born. He was, a church, he was in church all the time. There's a difference between being in church and being born again. This time he went up, and when he went up, the Lord said, you have not finished your work, go back. And he came back, the same thing, through his body. Ladies and gentlemen, you are not just a mind. You are not just a body. You are a spirit living in your body. 
you are a human soul a living soul and one day that soul will be called to account just as you are going to account to your examiners at the end of this semester and you are going to account for your time that you spent in this university for one year and one semester you have prevented some people from coming to this school by your presence here you will be called upon to account for it stand up and be counted today decide on whose side you are because on that day ladies and gentlemen there will be no refers i want to go to heaven i don't know about you i just sense something here i sense that tonight is the last call for some people after tonight there will be no other calls what I'm saying is hard, but it's true. When God calls you, he gets to a point, he stops calling. There are people here, you have heard God calling, talking, talking, calling. But there comes a time when the call you are receiving is the very last call. When you go to the airport, you hear this KLM flight 585 to Amsterdam, Kano. All passengers will please proceed to the boarding gate to complete departure formalities. KLM flight 585, Kano and Amsterdam. Will all passengers please complete departure formalities? Proceed to boarding gate one. Oh, we have only two boarding gates in Ghana. It gets to a point when they say, This is the last call for KLM flight 585. Your flight tonight to heaven. There'll be no more calls. I remember one time I was sitting in a plane. I just got in. I was the last passenger. When I sat down on my seat, I was sweating and I sat down on my seat and I just looked through the window. I saw a lady, a big lady with her bags and everything. She was right at the plane and she was right at the stairs and she was holding her bags. She was going and they said, no way. They closed the door and she stood there as the staircase was pulled back and she stood there. The plane was going and she stood there she was so frustrated and so disillusioned and disturbed and disappointed ladies and gentlemen today god is saying that you must not be that woman who is standing by and your plane to heaven is going away it's not a laughing matter it is real there are some people who are receiving their last call i have preached and i've said to people today if you hear the word, give your life. If you don't give your life, I cannot guarantee, and God cannot guarantee. Today is your last call. Don't joke with it. And there are people you have played, you played the fool, like you played up like this, like this, like today. God is asking, whose side are you on? On whose side? Who is on the Lord's side? Decide right now, and God will save you and set you free. Let us pray. Stand to your feet, please. I want every head to be bound, please. You are choosing and deciding. If you are here tonight and you want to say, Pastor, I know in my heart 
that I don't know Christ as my Savior. I, I don't want anybody to move, please. No, nobody should move at all. Don't move at all, please. Respect the Holy Spirit and He will respect you. Just stand where you are. I'm going to finish in just a three minutes. And then after that, you can just move wherever you want. If you want to go to the toilet or whatever, give me three minutes of respect for God. This is a very solemn and important moment. As every head is bowed and every eye is closed, God is asking that all-important question. Who is on the Lord's side here in UST? Today, if you are not a born-again Christian, when I say born-again, I mean it. There are times that I've preached and I've said, this is your last chance. There are people that have walked out of the room. When they went out, they died before they got home. I have seen people that I laid hands on. When they went home, on the way home, they died. It's a real thing. God is saying, this is your day of salvation. If you are here tonight, you are not a born again Christian. Or even when they say born again, you don't understand it. Today you want to identify yourself and give your life to Jesus. Maybe somebody invited you deep down in your heart. You know God is making a last appeal to you. And he's saying, I love you. Come to me now. I want to save you. If you want to be born again, you want to give your life to God and identify and take a decision to serve God from now, lift up your right hand wherever you are. And I'm going to pray with you. Oh, God bless you. I see your hands. God bless you. I just like the way your hand came up spontaneously because I can see that it's a genuine thing. Just lift it up high. God bless you. I see all the hands everywhere upstairs. God is saying to you today, who is on the Lord's side? Just lift up your hand. There are some people you are just wondering, should I, should I not? Are you sure? The fact that you are not sure means that you are, you are the one who has to lift your hand. And I'm making this last appeal for your sake, not for God's sake. Everywhere in this room, I see so many hands are lifted up. You want to join them, you want to say, Pastor, pray with me. Tonight is my night. God bless you. God bless you. I see, I see your hand. I see so many hands all over this place. Pastor, I want to identify myself and give my heart to God from tonight. Tonight is your night. Tonight is not a night to joke with at all. I cannot guarantee your future after today. But I can guarantee right now as you stand and you lift your hand, I see so many hands lifted up. As I see your hand lifted up and God is asking, he's standing at the gate of UST and he's saying, who is on the Lord's side now? Come out now and identify yourself right now. Who is on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord's side? Who is on the Lord? God bless you. I see another hand coming out. I see your hand coming out. My sister out there, you are wondering, should I have done it before? Should I do it again? God is saying, yes, 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 now. This is your chance. Who is on the Lord's side? Come on, identify yourself and be saved and be set free. God bless you. God bless you. One more person. One more person. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you. One more person. One more person. Lift up your hand and be free tonight. This is not a time to argue with yourself. This is a time to say, yes, Lord Jesus. I take you as my Savior. I'm bargaining for your soul. What else can I say? These three days I've been here. I've been bargaining for your life, for your very soul. Tonight is your night. If you do not give your life to Christ tonight, I don't know about you. I cannot speak anymore for you. I've done my very best. God bless you. All those hands that are lifted up, I see them and God sees them. I want you to do one more thing and come to me in the front here. Come from wherever you are, from upstairs. There are so many people upstairs. 
you've taken the first step you've lifted up your hand just come all the way come if you lifted up your hand just come from upstairs we wait for you just move out so many of you upstairs just move and come 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 look at them coming put your hands together for the Lord oh just come from upstairs wherever you are just look at them coming look at them coming look at them coming put your hands together for the Lord from upstairs you lifted up your hand just come come to Jesus tonight tonight is your night tonight is your night just spread out this way spread out this way give your life to Jesus today give your life to Jesus today tonight is your night tonight is your night put your hands come this way come this way come this way come this way oh put your hands together for them from upstairs they are coming oh give the Lord a mighty clap offering tonight is your night who is on the Lord's side 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 Put your hands together for them as they come from upstairs. From upstairs. From upstairs. They are on the Lord's side. They are on the Lord's side. Oh, put your hands together for them on the Lord's side. On the Lord's side. Oh, come on. Put your hands together for them. They are on the Lord's side. They are on the Lord's side. They are on the Lord's side. On the Lord's side. On the Lord's side. On the Lord's side. On the Lord. Come on. Put your hands together for them. Oh, Jesus, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Oh, put your hands together for them. On the Lord's side, on the Lord's side. Put your hands together, he's on the Lord's side. On the Lord's side, on the Lord's side. On the Lord's side. Come on. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Oh, to thee. Somebody else on the Lord's side. Put your hands together for her. Somebody else is on the Lord's side. Somebody else is on the Lord's side. Somebody else is on the Lord's side. Come on. Surrender. Oh, if you want to be on the Lord's side, just join them right now. From upstairs, from wherever you are. Pastor, I want to give my life to Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, to thee, my blessed Savior, I surrender all. Come on, let's sing it again. All to Jesus. Come on. Oh, to Jesus, I surrender all to Him. I freely give. Yeah, I will ever love and trust Him. In his presence day. Come on, lift your hand everywhere. I surrender. Yeah. Surrender. Yeah. To thee, my blessed Savior. 
I surrender all. all of you in front here, lift up your hands and let's pray this prayer. Lift up your hands and let's pray this prayer. I want you to say this from the bottom. Close your eyes and forget about who is standing by you. You are identifying yourself. God is standing at the gates and is asking, Who is on the Lord's side? Say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, tonight is my night. I realize I have not taken you serious. Tonight, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me. Please forgive me for my sins. Please wash me in the blood of Jesus. From today, I accept Christ as my personal Savior. As my master, my savior, my king, and my lord. From today, from today, I declare I am on the Lord's side. I am born again. I am a Krife person. I am an SU person. I am a member of the church of God. I am born again. I identify myself with the Lord. From today, I will serve God. I will obey Him. I will follow Him. I will serve Him. I am yours, Jesus. Take me now. Say it from the bottom of your heart. Jesus, take my life. Say, Jesus, take my life now. I give my life to you now. I give my heart to you now. Take me, Lord. Take me, Lord. Lead me, Lord. I am yours, Lord Jesus. And you are mine. I will follow you. I will serve you. I will work for you. I will obey you. So help me, God. Say now, help me, God. I surrender all to Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you for listening to this message. Visit www.daghewardmills.org today for more audio and video messages, information on upcoming events, and so much more. Make sure you subscribe to this podcast to receive new messages every single day. And remember, God has not given you the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind.